Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Killing more, <laughs> killing more people in mere minutes than the entire war had in a year. He turned to mist and killed everybody? Exactly. That's... And people did choke on the mist. Oh, that's... Imagine being something and a million people choke on you at once. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, Lore Boys here. Welcome to the show. That was quick. We host the show. Yeah, I know. I was going as quick as our sound check. Yeah. <laughs> James got me in the James got me in the Sanic mode. Uh, uh, welcome to the show. We're the Lore Boys. We talk about lore and boys and boys and the boys therein. Yes. Um, yeah, we're 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 talking today about Magic the Gathering because there was a big Magic the Gathering release last week. Um, so. For everyone who's listened to our last Magic the Gathering episode, this is going to kind of touch off there. We're going to do a quick recap for those who maybe didn't catch it. Were you so, there for that? No, no I wasn't there. Hey. I was in... Uh, was you and I. Yeah, I was in uh, Ontario. But I remember, I listened to it actually this week, just to brush up. It's the War of Two Brothers. Yeah. Two Brothers, and one cup. Yeah. <laughs> two brothers. <laughs> or two brothers, two rock, one plane. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Two and, two stone, one portal. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Michael Jackson was there. Yeah. The planeswalker. Yeah. I, did, yeah. I just looked at the art and, and Googled who the fuck that was. Yeah. And I was like, Urza. I was like, Urza. yeah, okay, that's coming back to me. Yeah. Michael Jackson had a video game called The Moonwalker. Moonwalker, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that was why. Yeah, that was the reference. Okay, good. Thank oh, you. it's also the dance, right? But I, would... I, I had a I had an English teacher who was like British as fuck who could do it. Like oh, yeah? really, really the well. Moonwalk? The moonwalk, the moonwalk yeah. Well. Oh, play the game. Play NES. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. No, do the moonwalk. Was it NES or SNES? Um, or arcade cabinet. Might have been an I, arcade machine. I think it was a, NES. I don't actually know. I think it was NES. I think I've only seen Moonwalker 2, so I don't know. Mm. They made a sequel? I think so, yeah. It's Echo the Dolphin? Yeah. <laughs> Great games. So. That uh, didn't make any sense. Dominaria. What? Do you Do- guys remember what Dominaria is? Is it the plane that the that that Urza and Jace are from? Yeah. It, Not it, Jace. It's... Jace is a completely other character. I'm, I'm surprised you know his name because we didn't talk about him last time. He's uh, I don't maybe it's just because it's there's a dude he's I, popular. Uh, there's a dude I work with who has like a Jace Funko Pop. Yeah, yeah. At work. Yeah, the, he's part of the Gatewatch. We'll be talking about one of the. Well, I'll brush up on who the Gatewatch is, and we're mainly gonna be talking about one of the other members of the Gatewatch. So Dominaria is um, it's the plane directly above Submanaria, right? Yeah. It's Dom and Sub. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can buy. They've got a lot of outlet malls. You can buy a lot of leather. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, so Dominaria is a plane. It's the central plane in the Magic Multiverse. Okay. So, so it's the one that has, It's like, Midgard. Yeah. I'm not sure, sure what that is. That's Earth in Norse mythology, but yeah. I'm not oh. sure... Speaking of which... About the metaphor. Quick review. How was Infinity War? Oh, Infinity War was good. There we go. I we saw got it today. Lore Boy's hot take. It's Friday. I, <laughs> I went out and saw it. Lore Boy's hot take. If it you, was good. If you like the Marvel Collective Universe, go see it. Cool. Actually, funny thing about the Gatewatch, Jace, who is a planeswalker, who's part of the Gatewatch, which I'll touch on later. Uh, some people like them as characters, but a lot. Of, I feel like a lot of people have the same problem that Jamie and a lot of people have with the Marvel Collective Universe, which is every single set that comes out nowadays it revolves entirely around this group of super friends called the Gatewatch. Oh. Jace Bellerin's probably... Is he the Iron Man? Yeah, kind of, yeah. He's the, he's the super smart telepath who makes a lot of the decisions. And Liliana Vess, who's probably the most interesting character who we're going to talk about. Oh, yeah. you can't call later, them though. telepaths. I think you have to call them like differently thinking or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, telepath is a slur. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so where we left Dominaria, the Silex Blast had, don- had devastated the land. Do you remember what the Silex Blast was? 
Uh, somebody had tried to power up one of the crystals or something. Yeah, uh, Urza, in his war with his brother, got desperate. Uh, somebody gave him, Ashnod gave him a powerful artifact called the Silex, the Golgarian Silex, and he detonated it. And it it opened, it, the spark activated for someone in this blast. Yeah, Urza. Urza got his spark And there. killed his brother. Yeah, killed his brother. Right, because yeah. you couldn't become a planeswalker unless you had did something intense enough yeah. Workout or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you're basically always a planeswalker, but it was only like it had to get on activated. leg day. On leg day, yeah, you got you got so, your spark. Yeah, Urza and Misha are the brothers. Urza goes wild. He lets off an explosion, kills his brother. Then Urza goes mad and tries to reverse time to bring his brother back. Yeah, he basically becomes obsessed with it. Okay. Um. So what was his brother's name? Mishra. Thank you. Yeah. Urza and Mishra was corrupted by the plane of. Phyrexia. Delta Airlines. Which was like a bunch of rope, like uh, Yogg. dragged out of a Delta Airlines plane. <laughs> Yogmoth's head and sued <laughs> uh, who was the big baddie. Yogmoth and Yams. Yogmoth and Yams. Yeah, that's it, yes. uh, Yogmoth, who was the big baddie, uh, ended up grabbing a bunch of like sick people from Dominaria and he offered them a, a a home, like a new home. He said, oh, you'll be safe here. I, like, we'll get you all cured because they were being poisoned by the radiation from all the machines in Dominaria. Right. Oh, yeah, they were like coal miners, weren't they? Yeah, the, the they, they, lived in the ca- they lived in the caves underneath yeah, the city. Right. Uh, so he offered them uh, an escape. He said, come with me. I'll give you like a new home. And they all came to Phyrexia with him and he slaughtered them all and used their parts to graft onto machines and made like horrible abominations. Yeah. Yes. And they were poisonous too because uh, the, yeah. their radiation doesn't really affect the person, yeah. but it affects Actually, um, Phyrexia, Phyrexia in, in, in terms of the card game, there's a mechanic called Infect, which is if a creature has Infect, for every point of damage it hits you with, it gives you a counter. No matter how much life you have, you can have like 150 life, but if you have 10 infect counters, you just lose. Oh, you win, oh, no you can what. build stacks basically. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Exactly. It's a frustrating. Of, just a quick, uh, quick question here, just in regards to that. What does proc mean? Because I know a status proc is something you can inflict on somebody. Uh, right? If you inflict a damage over time thing or a status effect. Yeah, what? in terms of video just, games, yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not familiar with it in terms of Magic: The Gathering, mm-hmm. but in terms of video games, it would be like something. It's like a trigger. Yeah. Okay, but why is it called so, a proc? So. I, I don't know why it's called a proc, but an example of a well, proc. No, well, no, I know what a proc would well, be. For the listeners, I guess. Yeah. For the listeners, I guess. Like, in, uh, like if you're play- playing as a mage, and the more damage you do, you charge up like a mana meter that maybe gets like three things, and then procking it is using each of yeah. your three things. Like, or it's, it's like, like you need, it's to, you need to hit, like, you need to get six stacks, and then it'll proc an effect. Which okay, is, yeah. that, it that, just means trigger. Yeah. Oh, okay, that, that's what it's wrong. Because I, I did a couple of uh, Warframe alerts for the first time in a okay. while, just before I came here. Yeah, yeah. And I know uh, uh, to proc status is you build up enough something, poison yeah. or bleed or whatever, yeah. and then you can then that does yeah. like dots, basically. Yeah. It's a trigger as far as I know. Yeah. Okay. My Frost Mage in World of Warcraft had that. I would get like three little icicles next to me, and I could use those, and it would do extra damage if someone was frozen, but I didn't always have the icicles. So you'd save okay. them up, freeze someone, then pop all three of them. Okay. In Magic the Gathering, it is very specifically trigger an ability. Okay. Because okay. The, like Magic the Gathering has, a, like I mentioned the last episode, uh, has a lot of rules. Yeah. And a lot of the rule, I mean, it's the 25th anniversary this year. And um, like over 25 years releasing like four plus sets a year, like a lot of these rules kind of interact in really interesting ways if you go back to like the really early cards and the really new cards. So like wording is super important. Okay. So it's like when I, when they say triggered ability, it's only ever a triggered ability and you're like, you're wrong if you're calling it a proc, you know? Oh, wow. Uh... You will, you'll, you'll trigger Ugh. someone. It's a deep world that, that whole magic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thing. I never it's got it. It's a rabbit hole for yeah. sure. Yeah. Super interesting. Um, a pretty high barrier to entry uh just yeah, because I, of cost i like feel alone. that as well uh if you want to have like a standard deck that's like at least a couple hundred bucks a year yeah. just to stay competitive there's you know? a word that, that i forget what it is but in a type of tournament where they let you uh print out the cards so they don't cost doesn't become a thing it's only strategy you're lucky. yeah that's like only in official tournaments so okay. just be like like at work, they do that. Okay. Because you're playing with your friends. Who cares, right? Oh, okay. But no, like official tournament. I I, I think that's great. Sanctioned though. tournament. I yeah. think that's a great idea because then anyone can come yeah. in and just be relevant, and you don't have to spend a ton of money. It does make sense why Wizards of the Coast, the creators of Magic: The Gathering, would say no sanctioned tournament. That doesn't count in any yeah, sanctioned no tournament, kidding, though. Yeah. It does make sense. <laughs> they do kind of want their payday. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would like it if like they had like smaller tournaments where that would be allowed, right? Because then they would spark interest. Yeah. And, like, bring people in. Yeah. It's so, like Make a Wish Foundation for Magic. Where yeah. You yeah. Cards and give them <laughs> sick kids. <laughs> Some the the problem with that 
that is like you could go to an FNM, like a Friday Night Magic, which like uh-huh. a, like every game sh- store does. Yeah. Um, but if you did that, like there are people there who did spend money on their decks, and if yeah. you're showing up with like better, stronger cards because you didn't have to pay two hundred dollars yeah, for that one up. card, you know, yeah. then fair. those people get pissed too. So it's, uh, it's, it's it, kind of yeah. tricky. Like then that, it punishes yeah. you for actually buying the cards. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So it's kind of tricky. See. Gotta bleed so, everybody. Is what he's saying. Yeah. Uh, we left. We left Dominaria uh, after the last episode, right after the Silex blast. In a state of ruin. They con- as we leave many things. Yeah, behind. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like our calling card. Yeah, it's like we're yeah. the wet bandits. Uh, <laughs> so, Home alone lore next week. <laughs> <laughs> the continent of Argoth had been destroyed. Tidal waves killed thousands. The land had been plunged into an ice age. The entire plane was shifted off its axis. And an artifact called the Shard of Twelve of the Twelve World, Twelve Worlds had formed. Excuse me. Okay. Disrupting the multiverse significantly. So the Shard was basically um, when he uh, when Urza activated the Silex, he asked someone else to uh, do what he could to protect Dominaria, like the plane itself, from yeah. the devastation that he knew it would rot. Uh, and while this person was was casting their spell to try and protect the plane, coupled with all the magic energy coming off the Silex. It basically formed this shard, which which housed twelve like Dominaria and twelve other planes with it. Okay, uh, and they're basically and since Dominaria is the center of the the multiverse, it's where all radiate out. It's where all magic kind of comes from, and now it's kind of cut off. So the rest of the multiverse just kind of has like the the remnants of of okay. this. Okay, are they aspected these twelve new? Uh, planes i guess uh they they are i mean each plane in magic the gathering is themed yeah Uh, i wouldn't say aspected because each one typically has each of the five or six types of mana plane jungle plane yeah so so the 1950s sci-fi robot plane yeah exactly (laughs) um which is kind of phyrexia just more horrific i guess uh well no i guess that's that's the thran but um (laughs) but so just yeah uh, another recap of magic it works there's five different types of mana there's white mana blue mana uh, black mana red mana green mana yeah uh, green mana is typically associated with growth and life uh, red mana is typically associated with, associated with fire and destruction black mana is associated with death and life uh, gr- uh blue mana is typically- bullying What's that? Is bullying, right? Blue is bullying? Yeah, because the, the guy who was the first master blue guy got bullied in maid school. He did get bullied. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. He got bullied. You could summon all these kind of like chubby blonde kids <laughs> to, <laughs> to harass you. That, that was Jace. So uh, not okay. the first major blue guy, but, you, but nerd. the big blue guy now. That's what, yeah, that's how he set off his spark. If, if you haven't listened to the last episode, it, it's, he set off uh, his spark because he got bullied. Some people take a new some people take a nuclear blast. Some people just got to get bullied in okay. school a bit. Yeah. Retcon. That's not how it happened. But oh, <laughs> he was getting bullied, but uh, he ended up going to work for a Sphinx, Alhameret. Alhameret was training him to use his like telepathic abilities. Uh, and he was, Alhameret was like, oh, I'm a diplomat. I help this country. They're in a war with another country. Like I'm, I'm helping them. Like I'm an advisor to them or whatever. Uh, so you go be my proxy and be the advisor for them. Okay. Uh, Jace comes back one day and decides to try out his powers on his master, the Sphinx. And uh, he reads his mind. He finds out that Jace has already had his Planeswalker Spark trigger once. Uh, his master basically like cast a spell on him and like suppressed it in him. Oh. And his master's also been working both sides of this war for like profit wow so then jace confronts him gets in a fight with this sphinx okay but her emails and that's, that's what that's what triggers his, his yeah <laughs> that's what he read wakes... the sphinx's emails and he was just yeah. like oh no yeah exactly. that's what wakes up his magic inside he goes from a muggle to a invited to hogwarts yeah exactly sphinx up yeah lock sphinx up lock sphinx up he's a crook he's a crook i tell you yeah. yeah he's playing both sides what was his name uh al hammeret Crooked Al Hammerat. Crooked yeah. Al Hammerat. Yeah. <laughs> Put it on a t-shirt. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so the blast also had another effect. It created what is called a rift. Uh, rift is kind of what you think it would be. It's a rift in time and space. Is that how you go between <laughs> It's a <planes>? bad MMO. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that was my first thought. Yeah. Uh, that's not how you go uh, between planes. Uh, to travel between planes, planeswalkers use what's called the blind eternities. Cool. Which is kind of like the... in. Um, uh event horizon it's like the i mean a less bloody i guess it's like in warhammer where it's the warp you know you just you go to this the darks the the upside down and that's how you travel oh, across okay. great distances oh, well it is thing. a lot like event horizon but with the 
less less blood orgies barbed wire orgies yeah, yeah. exactly okay um not as good so no. uh, rifts <laughs> yeah way less fun <laughs> yeah. rifts do cut uh planes off from their mana source uh and they cause rifts in time and space like i said they also influence each other and if left alone they multiply so oh. one rift can spawn more rifts so like bunnies can they just oh, yeah they, they yeah. fuck like rabbits you might not know that but if like rifts keep multiplying that means trouble for the plane, right? Can it destroy a plane if it just keeps rifting up? Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, it's, it's kind of eventually, it's kind of eventually <laughs> what happened. Keep rifting up. Yeah, yeah. rift it up. That'll be our next t-shirt. Rift it up. Rift it up. Yeah. <laughs> With like a very cool kid skateboarding on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, kid skateboarding rift. is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or like a really strong, like, get rift. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, no, I, it was... We were talk- we talked about this just j- j- just before where it's just like yeah when you do leg day you get your fucking powers it's like, yeah, yeah. get ripped get ripped yeah, yeah. <laughs> planeswalker spark <laughs> no it's all about it's just guys being dudes yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. so uh, at the time after the Silex blast went off there was already one other rift on Dominaria uh, it had gone long undiscovered so like nobody noticed it it's kind of it cuts off the mana but it's kind of centralized and it was kind of in the middle of nowhere okay. or in a a no man's land now because it was at the site of a battle between the first Planeswalker duel, which was between oh, a man. character named Nicol Bolas. Who, I remember him. Who's a very important character. And, and Kaiba. And we will be coming back to. And an unnamed... <laughs> an unnamed... Yugi. Nicol Bolas. You can't attack on but your Nicol Bo- turn. <laughs> but Nicol Bolas is the dragon. What is Kaiba going to do? He can't play Blue Eyes White Dragon against an elder dragon. That's true, man. Wake up, you're, Kaiba. You're done. You're done, dude. Guess he's going to the Shadow Better realm. get a fusion card or something. <laughs> uh, no, it's a, an unnamed demonic leviathan. So can you guess who won the fight? Nico uh, Bolas. Yeah, good job, Peter. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I I don't, like, I know that he, Nico Bolas is big, but an unnamed leviathan sounds pretty cool, and too. And the point goes but one to of them walked Nico away. Bolas. One unnamed, of them walked away. This is ancient uh, times. Only one of them walked away. That's important. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I thought uh, maybe, like, this was what sparked Nico Bolas. No, his, his, um, it's, it. Where the the Leviathan falls, it, it'll be a place called the uh, Talon Gate, I believe. Okay. And uh, it's like Nicol Bolas's most prized trophy is what he considers it. So he goes back and visits all the time and just like <laughs> strokes himself from the corpse <laughs> of this Leviathan. This is who I lost my virginity to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you never forget yeah, your my, exactly. my planeswalker virginity. I keep her panties with me, still yeah. in my wallet every day. <laughs> <laughs> Hold it up. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I want to see a picture of my kids. It's like it's like that. It's like that plastic thing, like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like child, child, panties, child, child, child. You're like, what's this one in the middle here? Yeah, yeah. Like, child, child, yeah, panties, yeah, yeah. child, child, dead, dead enemy. Child, yeah, child, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nico Bolas's wallet. Yeah, yeah. Just, like, <laughs> weird shit inside of it. Uh, what's Nico Bolas look like? Do we know? He's a dragon. He has horns which do which go out and then come back in and go straight up. Oh, Diablo? And he has a, a stone levitating between them. Cool. And that, uh, that's very specific because that becomes his symbol. And in the set Hour of Devastation, that's the set symbol. So each set that comes out, like Dominaria, the late, or Return to Dominaria, yeah. the latest set to come out, has its, its uh, like a helmet. It's Urza's head. Or not Urza, sorry, but uh, Karn's head, Okay. basically. Who's Karn? Karn is a construct which Urza created, uh, who uh, becomes so... like. If you guys remember, Urza was like super into machines. He built yeah. he built yeah, a ton yeah. of robots and stuff. So he built this one robot who was actually capable of becoming a planeswalker himself. Oh, wow. Uh, and he gave it to another planeswalker, Teferi, who's another really important character that I wasn't planning on getting into. But okay. uh, another planeswalker who uh, deals with time a lot. Um, cool. Yeah. And Karn. And Hour of Devastation, the set symbol is, is that. Okay. So okay. Is, is, he sounds fucking is awesome. Nicol Bolas's uh, little headpiece. Uh, Hour of Devastation is is part of the Amonkhet block, which I'll touch on later because it's really really cool. Amonkhet, like, that I was just, the Egyptian. That's the Egyptian yeah, one, and it's so yeah. cool that I, I like I shoehorned it into this episode because like, <laughs> it's too cool. I can't not talk about it. Um, so Urza, rather than dealing with the rifts, he's uh, still mourning his brother, and he's dealing with the ever present threat of Phyrexia. He has resealed the portal. What is Phyrexia? Phyrexia is the plane of monsters. The of, plane of monsters. M- uh, meat and machine monsters. Okay, so yeah, Nazi robot, yeah, zombie exactly, exactly, things. Exactly. Come that that plane where Yogmoth and his servants do doth dwell. Okay. Uh, he's resealed the portal, but the potential that the servants of Yogmoth find a way across to Dominaria is ever present. Okay. Uh, researching as best he can, he attempts to build a time machine. He ends up destroying the island of Teleria in the process and creates another rift. 
fuck. Of course, he did many things to actually strengthen defenses as well, uh, such as the Legacy, the Bloodline Project, which is literally like eugenics to create the perfect warrior. Okay. Uh, and he gathers al he gathers allies, one of whom uh, I thought it was interesting whenever I was researching this, is Multani of Yavzimaya. Uh, it's only interesting because he's a card in the new set. Uh, blonde hair, blue eyes, very tall. <laughs> very interesting. <laughs> actually, actually, a tree folk, but uh, tree close, folk. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hitler's <laughs> ultimate dream. Yeah. <laughs> tree tree or trees, yeah. yeah. Uh, so eventually the inevitable happens. The ultimate weapon would just be the ants. The yeah. most boring game ever, Nazi trees. They just slowly grow. Yeah. <laughs> and you just fucking run at them with an axe. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah. Board up that window. It's, it's Fortnite mid-game pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so eventually the inevitable happens, and the Phyrexian invasion begins. So this was a, um, this was a, a block in, in Magic the Gathering Invasion. Uh, What's a block? It's two sets that, that okay. are themed together. So uh, okay. Hour of Devastation and Amonkhet are both sets in the Amonkhet block. Every oh, okay. year, yeah. every year, there's four sets and two blocks, right? That come uh, out? Two and two. There's two sets of two that come out every year. I don't know. No, there's I, more than that. There's, okay. there's eight sets, four blocks. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I feel like we talked about this last episode, did. but Probably, I did not yeah. remember. That's why I, I just let, listened to it like, Five, probably five hours. So about fresh. three months ago in January, they had the Ixalan uh, set. Ixalan yeah, that's and Rivals when we were of Ixalan. recording in my Blah. own apartment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right after they they had announced that the next set would be Return to Dominaria. Mm. Um, that one has that one's really cool. It's got three suns, so it's basically always daytime, cool. which means that vampires just like thrive there because uh, these vampires are specifically adapted to never have to worry about. Or they have to worry about the sun not being oh, there. Oh, fuck! They that was those dinosaur-riding vampires. Dinosaur-riding. There's dinosaurs, merfolk, and, and uh, vampires. Was, that was is wow. amazing. That's but they're, they're daylight vampires. Yeah. They don't like the dark. Very progressive. Merfolk. I like it. Yeah. That's yeah. what they're called. Merfolk and folk yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh So the Phyrexian invasion begins. Uh, Urza manages to rally a massive army and aboard his command vessel known as the Weatherlight. Again, I just threw that in because it's a good card, name. card in the new set. And uh, it's a good name for a ship. They fight the good, the good fight, the weatherlight. Yeah, Hannah was the ship's captain. That's the name of your girlfriend. It is also that. Uh, Dominaria. Was she is she the nepotism much? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, Neptunism. She. Little fun fact that. <laughs> little fun fact that I know that I don't have notes on, so I'm not sure how accurate it is. But uh, the card Yogmoth's vile offering depicts a guy, uh, Hannah's boyfriend, not me. This Hannah, the Weatherlight ship's captain's boyfriend. Gotcha. Uh, after she dies, he makes a deal with Yogmoth to bring her back to life, and Yogmoth says, "You have to kill Urza." So he cuts off Urza's head. How? And offers it to Yogmoth. Urza does not die, and will eventually go on to beat Yogmoth as a severed head. So don't you worry, Jamie. What? Wait, like how? <laughs> Urza does is is like the most powerful character in the yeah, entirety of the magic that's that's here. why i'm asking how though there's a just a, a lowly husband of a of a ship lucky shot owner I like i don't know take i didn't i didn't research enough I, I, just, I saw the card which is in the new set it's actually it's my phone is background it, now is it urza's head with the little gears things no huh what gear things i don't know i saw a picture on are you thinking of frankenstein and yes. the bolts. <laughs> oh, yeah, never mind. I'm yeah. Thinking about, I was thinking of about Frankenstein's monster. Not Urza. I was, I always think I was, of Frankenstein's monster. My mistake, monster, yeah. I always mix those up. So. Yeah. Urza out on the ice, just like, oh, no, don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sets himself on fire. Uh, I would say the doctor was the real monster. Well, uh, Urza's kind of the doctor. He makes all those robots yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, so, Dominaria. Kind of Frankensteinian. Mm. Yeah. Dominaria would eventually beat back the Phyrexian Horrors, but here's a summary of some of the more important events. Okay. Uh, the most obvious result of the war was the death of billions. Phyrexia had led a vast army and plagues loose on Dominaria, and in, in the conclusion of the war, Yogmoth himself had traveled through the portal in the form of a giant death cloud, killing more, <laughs> killing more people in mere minutes than the entire war had in a year. He turned to mist and killed everybody? Exactly. That's... And people did choke on the mist. Oh, that's... Imagine being something and a million people choke on you at once. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um, the moon was destroyed. Damn it. Because uh, it's something called the Null Moon. And the weather light, uh, the weather light absorbed all the white mana from the Null Moon that had been gathering mm. ever since it was brought into orbit 9,000 years ago. Uh, the moon By was, God. Yeah, the moon was destroyed and Dominaria's night sky was changed forever. Yeah, well, you can't really measure the effect of a real moon without a null moon, right? 
Yeah, exactly. You need, you need that. Control. As your control. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Teferi, who I'd mentioned earlier. It's like our current hollow moon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was put there by NASA in 1951. Yeah. Yep. Nassau, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nassau. By Nassau. I've been, <laughs> the Central yeah. American company. Ever since, last country. Ghost, <laughs> ever since last episode, I've been like really going hard on the flat earth thing. Like, yeah, yeah. I've been telling you, like, no, hey, man. Have sorry. You, have sky's you lower. Uh, no, no. We, we, we'll do it out. It's such a fun, dumb theory. Though. Yeah. I just love it so much. I would love to do a Lore Boys episode on conspiracies one yep. day. Uh, that would be definitely something, because I know some of the people who listen to this actually do send us feedback, which is fantastic. Yeah. Please continue. Um, if you'd like us to, to do, like, the lore behind a conspiracy, I think that would be a fucking... That'd be, no, that'd, that'd be, be too much fun, dude. That'd be a lot of fun. You know what? Because I definitely have to do the Blake Jihad at some point because I alluded to it so much, and I can stop doing battle tech. You got at me. That you point. got me all hard for it. I man. know. I know. Yeah, I, yeah. I I got Ethan edging here. <laughs> I think next time I host, like maybe in a week or two, I'll do some conspiracies. That'd be fun. And sure. You guys, let me know what you think yeah, about that. I'm in. I'm in. I'll be there. So uh, t- I know, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. I'm not coming. It's gonna be the first time I'm not on an episode. You're doing a fucking yeah, old, 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 reliable. Yeah. Um, so Teferi, the planeswalker I mentioned earlier, who was uh, who was obsessed with time, and he was given Karn as a gift. He used to make fun of Karn. He called him Baldy all the time. Did he call him Carney? Damn it. Called him Baldy. Oh, I remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does Karn look like? He, I, he's bald. He's bald. He's an iron golem. So okay. a lot like my dad. He's, Would, he's it'd be weirder if you had ha- hair. He's, he's humanoid. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Hey, I think it was a playful nickname from Teferi. Karn didn't like it though. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> he's not having that shit. <laughs> during during the Phyrexian invasion, Teferi decided he would rather avoid con- conflict than fight against the Phyrexians. Conflict. Uh, so he decides to phase out <laughs> the northwest section of his continent and another continent just out of this existence. Uh, and, I'm what I'm taking my Earth and going home. Yeah, exactly. Shit. Wow. <laughs> and he's like, I'll, I'll bring it back once it's safe again. Uh, this caused a third, I think we're at three rifts now, three or four rifts now. Yeah, it sounds like four. So this caused the fourth rift, uh, to appear. That's Uh, assuming that, uh, Yawgmoth coming in as a evil cloud counted as a, as a rift. Yeah. No. And that, what, they can multiply too. We we have, we have Bolas's fight. We have the brother's war. We have Urza's failed attempt to make a time machine. And now we have Teferi bring, taking his earth and right. going home. Right, yeah. He, he, uh, okay, okay. So he, took his, he took his house and busted yeah. out. Who is Teferi again? Sorry, Teferius? Teferi is the planeswalker who's obsessed with time. Okay. Who was given Karn as a gift. Yeah. Okay. okay. A friend of Urza's. Gotcha. Uh, he's white blue. Uh, after hearing of the death of his daughter, uh, the master mage Baron, who we're not going to talk about, uh, commits suicide by casting a devastating spell. Which uh, was said to be almost as powerful as the Silex Blast. He completely liquefies what's left of t- uh, Teleria after after Urza had like basically blown it up. Wow. So like he goes out, but he fucking goes out in style. Yeah, no kidding. He's wow. like, I'm gonna off myself, but in the most horrific way possible. Fuck oh, uh, man. And it's like literally like these people of Teleria. Urza is like working in his workshop. He's like trying to build a time machine. Blows up the whole fucking place. Like it's in ruins for like years, and like people are finally starting to rebuild. And this guy just like just liquefies the whole fucking place yeah like there's wow. a guy like like brushes past some sand he's like ah, look a sprout yeah <laughs> the first of the season and then it's just liquefied and it's like what's that <laughs> what's that oh hey baron what, what you doing buddy yeah or he just like blasted into a skeleton like sarah connor yeah, yeah, no, uh, it's the yeah, yeah. only little bean sprout yeah um so the master plan of Yogmoth to win the war was to use the plane of wrath. He basically had a bunch of people, a bunch of his guys sitting on a uh, on another plane, just like building up their forces there. They were plane benched, basically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Is there like planes for all the sins? Yeah. <laughs> plane, <laughs> plane of gluttony. He's a bunch wrath? of fat guys. Is wrath a sin? Yeah, dude. Yeah. I've been playing Far Cry 5. It definitely is. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Wrath, gluttony, envy. Uh, lust. 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 Uh, wait, what? Greed. 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 There's two more. Um, do we say gluttony? We said yeah. uh, sloth. Sloth, no. Um, and seven. Forgetfulness, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and podcasting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> <And> podcasting. <laughs> Nobody told me. Uh, so he has all these people on this other plane, and Yogmoth, the big bad guy, decides, I'm going to just fucking crash that plane into this plane in something called the Rathi Overlay. He literally just like puts... It's deceit. Uh, maybe? Sure. It's yeah, isn't it? Because that's where Ju- Judas did that. It's because the, the circles of hell are like sins as well. 
and the lowest circle is deception. Is it not? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't sure. do I didn't do my research. Yeah. Oh god, I'm so sorry guys. I'm failing this Magic the Gathering podcast. Yeah. Where were we though? Where were we? Um so Yogmoth's forces built up on another plane called Wrath. He said, "Fuck it. I'm going to put both planes in the same place at the same time." Okay. It's something called the Wrathy Overlay. So like a bunch of these Phyrexian soldiers literally just appear instantaneously, like just hundreds of thousands of them. Oh man. Uh Finally, in the aftermath of the invasion, enormous streams of refugees left their ancestral homes for a new life on Oteria, which was uh, an, another nearby plane. Okay. Or uh, uh, one of the... Okay, so how Dominaria works is it's kind of split into subplanes, and this is kind of like one of the subplanes. Mm. Uh, so places... it's more of like a cone and less like a web? Sure. Yeah. Uh, one of the places... <laughs> All right, I'll take that. <laughs> no, no, I'll yeah, take but, that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> I, I love the idea of like someone who's creating a universe, like like a god, pretty much what Ethan is to us now, like yeah. being like, hey, so uh, should this thing have wings? Yeah, sure, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you said, platypus was me. What you said made sense. Okay, more okay. of a cone. Okay, good. Okay, okay yeah, it sounded dismissive. Yeah. Okay. yeah, well, it's got, it's <laughs> I don't even little, know how a web would work. It's got little yeah. layers. Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, well, a web would be like an onion. A central. Dominary is an onion. It's got layers. Yeah, it's a circle. It's like a sphere. It's got layers. Well, because I was thinking it's a things. web. It makes you cry. A web would be like <laughs> a centralized plane, <laughs> and then it like branched out into another plane that branched out into other planes, and, and that sort of shit would be like. Okay, a web. think of think of a web of cones, then. Okay. Oh man, that's like a parfait. You know my life's parfait. So they go to this. All the refugees leave to this new place called Ateria. Only worth one of the few places not ravages ravaged completely by the invasion that ravages uh this creates even greater de depopulation in the countries they left i only really mentioned it because uh ironically it was here that only a hundred years later several other cataclysmic events happened so it's like everyone's like oh we're picking up our shit moving over there and shit just goes so wrong over there oh no jesus uh corona that's like pretty much the grapes the of wrath uh that's the grapes of wrath plot <laughs> back up <laughs> pretty and go much, out yeah, of yeah. west and, and they all rooted out there yeah, yeah it's just i haven't read there. that yeah <laughs> no, i've read okay. some steinbeck about Okay. That's good. Uh, Corona, known as the Mana of Dominaria Incarnate, was brought into being through a long uh, series of events, which I'm not going to get into. Uh, but she just shows up one day. She destroys several cities, was eventually uh, eventually slain, creating the final major rift. Okay, yeah. five rifts. So this, yeah. this almost... Five rifts make a set. Oh, yeah. yeah there's one for every um, color of magic, too. I think, no, I think there's eight total. Oh. Eight major rifts. There's a lot of minor rifts too. Okay. So oh. yeah, um, there's no significance to the number really. Okay. Uh, this just happens to be the last one. This kind of brings us up to date, uh, or almost brings us up to up to date with where we're gonna jump back in. But we're gonna we're gonna flash cut to uh, the planeswalkers and the gatewatch. Like I said, I would talk okay. about it a bit. Planeswalker and the. Uh, did you already introduce the gatewatch? No. Are you going to... okay. Not yet. We Perfect. have earlier. We have Gideon Jura. We have Jace Bellerin, we have Liliana Vess, we have Chandra Nalar, and we have Nessa Ravane. Those are the five people who are all associated with each of the magics. Yeah, those are the yeah. five original Gatewatch. Gatewatch, which are the original Planeswalkers. No. No. no? They, they are keeping an eye on some kind of portal, as far as I know. They just they form a group one day. And they say, okay. Guys, let's start a band. Okay, cool. Let's it's like, yeah, hey, you play the red, I play the blue. Exactly. Like, oh, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Jace hits up uh, somebody on Facebook, like, hey, man, you want to start a Gatewatch? Yeah. Like, uh, sure. Um, well, kind of like Ethan started this podcast. It, it's, it starts um, it, on Zendikar, which is where Nyssa is from. The Eldrazi, who I briefly mentioned. Yeah, those the, the white episode, mana, maybe? like Cthulhu robots, right? Uh, yeah, devoid mana. So they're they're colorless mana okay. is what yeah. it's called. Um, yeah, they're like uh, Lovecraft, Lovecraftian horrors. Mm -hmm. It's oh, Cthulhu and uh, the other guys. I do recall you know? that, yeah. Cthulhu and co. Um so they Dagon. were they were the, the the Eldrazi were years ago imprisoned on Zendikar. Uh, one day they they start to wake up and Ob Nixilis, another planeswalker who's there uh, on the same plane, decides to free a bunch of them because he lost his planeswalker spark and he's looking for a reason or a way to get it back. Okay. Um, but Ob Nixilis um, would eventually get defeated, and that's kind of when the Gatewatch is formed. So all five of them show up and uh, Liliana doesn't join at the time yet but the other four form the Gatewatch uh, to begin with we're gonna they each have their own uh, backstories I can go over them quickly Gideon 
uh, was a troublesome youth. Well, say the say the colors with them. It'll help. Gideon is white. Okay. Uh, he was a troublesome youth. He was sent to jail because he was kind of doing like Robin Hood esque stuff. Oh, like fighting for the the underprivileged and stuff. A white guy fighting for the underprivileged. Really? <laughs> yeah, that's that's <laughs> Robin Hood. <laughs> yeah, like we got uh, three. That, I think that. Oh wait a second. Just because Jamie, let me check the board. It's like. You got Bernie Sanders bingo. Talking about social inequality. Um, yeah, he goes to prison. The prison warden uh, takes, a, takes a liking to him. Uh, sure does. Uh, he teaches him the ways of hieromancy, which is the magic of justice. Hiero oh. being the Latin for justice, and mancy yes. being like necromancy or something like Whoa. that. Oh, hierarchy uh, is a justice system? System? I don't know. Oh man, that's interesting. Like <laughs> someone, yeah, someone sent me a message. Welcome to etymology, guys. Yeah. Um, he eventually. Uh, okay, so for each of these, there's a original, um, uh, original backstory, original origin, and then there's the revised origin when the magic set, uh, Magic the Gathering Origins came out. They gave okay. them each a revised, kind of polished up thing. Neat. So the polished up one was uh, Cyclopses and Harpies uh, invaded the city. The prison warden said, "Anybody who wants to fight, you can you you can fight for your freedom, basically." So Gideon volunteers. The god Heliod, Helios, Heliod, Heliod, sorry. Okay, Helion. Uh, Heliod. Oh, Heliod. With a D. Okay. Yeah. Uh, takes a liking to to get to Gideon. A lot of old, powerful men taking a liking to this Gideon. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> this giddy little. Quite the tink twink we've got here. Mm, yeah. Giddy little white boy. pale white man. Oh, what a what a great go getter you got there. White is not <laughs> colorless, right? White is a color. White in, is a color in the magic world. Yeah. yeah. So that was my confusion yeah. with the Eldrazi. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was there? They're colorless. They're colorless. They're, so that means they can be powered by any mana. Correct. They can be powered by any mana unless it specifically asks for colorless mana, which it sometimes does. Okay. Okay. So if we want to get in the weeds a bit here, there is a sixth quote unquote color, yeah. which is colorless mana. No one's ever seen it, but it's so, there. It's unaspect unaspected. This the symbol for white mana is a sun, the symbol for blue mana is a drop of water, the yeah. symbol for black mana is a skull, red mana is a fireball, uh green mana is a tree. Colorless mana, it's just a diamond. Yeah, and, so when I redid them for Team Turn 3, our, our buddy's YouTube channel, I remember drawing these, and I had no idea what the diamond was. Yeah, and some some of them do, uh, some Eldrazi or just cards in general do require colorless mana to pay their costs. Some hmm. artifacts do as well. Um, and they come from uh, a, a whole bunch of lands, but also the, the basic land type for colorless is called wastes. So, okay. so you have like the salt flats like in the Yucatan well, or whatever. Well, you have like plains, which is for white. You have islands, which are for blue. You have uh, swamps, which are for black. You have mountains, which are for red. And you have forests, which are for green. And then you have wastes, which are for uh, colorless. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Like those salt flats or whatever? <laughs> yeah. Basically. So Robin Hood, Mr. White. Yeah, idiot. Robin Hood is sent by a god to go kill yep. a titan. Uh, in his, he's, show, he's kind of showboating whenever he does that and kills all his men. Uh, he regrets it so much that he has his planeswalker spark. Jace Bellerin, I told you guys the okay. story earlier. He gets in, his, in a fight with his Sphinx boss. Uh, his Sphinx boss uh, uh, triggers his spark. He but, reads his mail and finds out all his secrets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, he hacks the DNC. Uh, Chandra, <laughs> Chandra is the uh, is red. Pavlov Bellerin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chandra is red. She's a pyromancer, which is a, a fire mage. Spicy. She was she was born on Kaladesh, uh, which is a plane where pyromancy is illegal. You're not allowed to be a pyromancer. That's unfortunate. Oh, which sucks. no. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like uh, you're good at one thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not allowed. So her parents are, are freaked out. They're like, what is going to happen to our baby? Uh, we can send her to another dimension. Yeah, she's very unruly. So they say... Okay, let's let's get her married. Let's make her have kids. She'll settle down. She'll leave this whole pyromancy thing behind her. Uh, she doesn't like that. To try and scare her parents off, she she shoots off like a fireball, basically. Uh, accidentally lights like a bunch of the town on fire because there's this huge blast. Wow. So she runs away into the mountains. She decides to go hide. Um, the temple shows up and says, "What's going on here? There's like we know there's a pyromancer. We think everybody here is a pyromancer. Oh, no. So your your punish the punishment for your crimes will be we're gonna lock you all in your houses and your houses are gonna burn with you in them. Uh, sentences oh. everybody in the, in the village to die like that, including her parents. Uh, this is the original origins, not the revised origins. In the revised origins, her parents were like smugglers. They were smuggled something called aether, okay. which is like like." Uh, super gas. Yeah. I'm, I'm good with sticking. I'm good with sticking to the original. Yeah, yeah for the anyway, first time. She, yeah. she wanders back into town yeah. when uh, her family's being burned. Uh, she decides to fight. 
the Spanish Inquisition shit's like way cooler than the whole like my mom and dad were badass pirates smuggled magic drugs yeah. or some shit. It's, it's mostly it's mostly the exact same. It's just also her parents were smugglers. They were both okay. yeah. other and girl Han Solo. Yeah. And who cares? Um, so, so she wanders back into town. Oh she tries no. to fight. Uh, Baral, the chief of compliance, uh, has anti-pyromancy magic basically. And he, he's is it water or just like else? one? Yeah, he's it's blue, a hose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's just a firefighter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so she's sentenced to immediate execution. She's put on her knees. They hold her head back. They swing a, a sword at her neck, and like right as it's about to hit her, the trauma of that uh, initiates her spark, and she planes walks immediately. Oh. Nissa. Oh, cool. Nissa uh, was born to a cool. tribe. Nissa's an elf. She was born to a tribe. She of, green? Uh, no. Well, she's green colored, so yeah, yeah. So yeah that's her skin's not green or anything. No, yeah. I meant like her, her mana, her mana. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. So um, elf green, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, she is. She's what's called an animist, which is like um, a green mate, like a druid, basically. Uh, she was born in a tribe where they said um, magic is is bad, like you shouldn't do it because it angers what's called the royal. So she's from uh, royal R O I L. Like uh, say that again. R O I L. Okay. Yeah. Like like not like royal. Yeah. Uh, anyway, she's born on this in this plane uh, to a tribe, and they say magic is bad because it angers the royal. The royal is basically when Zendikar is like a plane alive, like the earth is alive, and it just gets mad sometimes, and there'll be like earthquakes, and like the the ground will shift. There's like oh, it's floating, testy. Okay. There's like floating mountains in this plane. There's like uh, cool. There's yeah. like waterfalls which just like appear out of nowhere and stuff. Uh, <laughs> it's one of the cooler visual planes, I would say. Um, but she, so she, she says like, okay, I'm, I'm cool with that. We're not going to, we're not going to piss off the, the royal or whatever, but she gets a vision one day of a darkness lying under a mountain to the east. And, uh, she decides to go check it out. Uh, on the way she ends up fighting some vampires and stuff and she pisses off the royal, but she, she realizes, uh, she's powerful enough that she can kind of connect to the earth and she can calm it down. So she can, she can kind of control this plane better than most. Uh, and when she gets to the mountain to the east, she finds it's where all the Emrakul, or Emrakul, all the Eldrazi Titans, Emrakul being one of them, yeah. all the Eldrazi Titans have been imprisoned for like the past however many millennia. Okay. Because oh. a couple of other uh, planeswalkers, um, yeah, anyway, we won't get into that, but they they, <laughs> they imprisoned all the Eldrazi on the plane of That's a really cool Zendikar. thing between oh, some wow. wizards and some there's a lot, Cthulhu there's monsters. A lot of yeah. We'll get into it. I'd imagine the Eldrazi were a lot more reasonable before being imprisoned for yeah. millennia, and then now they come out and they're kind of crazy and they work off the waste. Uh, they, yeah. were always, <laughs> yeah, exactly. they were always kind of crazy, but yeah. um, they're called both the... Uh, when when Liliana puts on the chain veil and they, the Gatewatch eventually defeats the second Eldrazi invasion of Zendikar, uh, she, she wears this artifact called the chain veil and the chain veil calls the Eldrazi uh, the world, they, she call, they call Emrakul, which is the most powerful Eldrazi, calls her the world destroyer and the world creator. So okay. there's kind of some like unfinished lore there where it's mm. like maybe the Eldrazi created everything. Maybe mm. they are like the actual, because there's gods in this, in the, in the world of Magic the Gathering, but maybe mm. these are like kind of gods in a truer sense where they kind of exist above it okay because they're very big very expensive like in, when you play the game they're super expensive to cast um uh, the first printing of emrakul was 15 mana which is, is like far and away the most expensive yeah card. most games are over by the time you get to 15 mana. yeah right? most yeah. most games like you usually win like by turn seven so usually yeah. you you get ways to cheat it out you you go green which allows you a lot of ways to put two two mana out on a That's turn it. And you, you blah, drive blah. a tesla and... yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you go green uh Get anyway canvas bag <laughs> yeah none of those four are the ones that we're talking about we're going to okay. be talking about Lillian. now i know what it's like to be on the other end of the battle tech mic where it's like <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of shit that happened i'm gonna talk about that later well you're <laughs> the one who was like you're the one who was saying like oh there's a bunch of cool stuff going on over there and i'm trying to i'm trying to gloss over it so smoothly but yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you guys no, you guys cool. are making me nerd out over here no it's cool uh, hey dude <laughs> we're following I, it's, it's all about nerd yeah exactly we're here i I do love it and i will talk all night yeah so liliana vess the uh, fifth of the original gatewatch uh grew up in benalia on dominaria so she's from dominaria under the thumb of her father a general and ruler of the lands he fought for liliana was taught the healing arts though secretly she also dabbled in the forbidden arts of necromancy this is blue right this, this, this is, is black. black. Oh, okay, yeah, necromancy. Yeah. Well, you start with healing. I was like, is that blue? It was no, right. No, it was. Black. It was just great because it was right as I said necromancy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Necromancy. Blue. It's blue, right? Yeah, James. Yeah, Thinking uh, the manipulation yeah, of death would blue, enhance right? her healing abilities. So she's like, I'm gonna uh, 
just stop people from dying. That's kind of like healing, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, the only healing class in Diablo Two is the necromancer. <laughs> <laughs> just like, just like, keeps bringing people back, but they get like more and more decrepit. Yeah. So uh, please stop, doctor. <laughs> yeah, Her- throw a photocopy of a photocopy. Unplug me. Liliana's privileged life would come to an abrupt end when her brother Josu suffered a horrible corruption at the hands of his father's enemies. Antifa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, they hate privilege. That's true. That is true. When she went to retrieve Isis root, just a generic healing potion, healing ingredient, number, okay. number one, to cure him, she arrived too late. Her father's enemies had raised all the groves where the uh, the plant had grown. So she's there, and she's like, shit, what am I going to do when this weird guy calling himself the Raven Man, who wears a raven's mask and has a bunch of ravens flocking around him? <laughs> he sounds... Really cool. He sounds uh, very dependable, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like the kind of guy you would trust. Sounds raving mad. <laughs> uh, he claims to be a supporter of her father. He offers his and ass- writing desks. He, yeah. he offers his assistance <laughs> uh, and instructs Liliana to use necromancy to reactivate the remains of the tree. So he says, "Use your necromancy, bring the tree back to life, just Ooh. like you would do with a people, uh, and prepare a pro- potion out of the root." Then, uh, so she returns to the castle, uh, despite her teacher being like. Where did you say you got this root? Uh, she decides to give the potion to her brother. Uh, it does cure him. I got it from a crazy man shrouded in black birds. <laughs> Trust I, me. The crazy, <laughs> they, make a tea out of it. The crazy Trust man me. shrouded in black birds only told her how to do it. She did it herself, Peter. Uh, uh, <laughs> teach a woman to evil. and <laughs> You teach a woman yeah. to raise the dead, she'll eat for a day. Yeah. <laughs> you teach a woman to raise a tree, she'll eat for a week. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's, a, that's an idiom. Yeah, yeah, because right? the, the, it'll have like undead fruit. That, that yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the fruits of her labor. Uh, truly, it did it did cure his affliction, but at the cost of driving him him insane and poisoning him poisoning him with a new affliction. So damn you know, it! I mean, you miss hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Right? Are you saying that the man shrouded in in scavenging blackbirds was untrustworthy? Untrustworthy, it turns out. Man. Uh, realizing that she had to kill the crazed creature that Josu had become. So it's he like was, walking up to a van that just has candy spray painted onto yeah. it, or it's like a it's like a raven spray painted yeah, onto yeah. it. He's just like, hey, hey, you want to get a poultice? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want some candy? Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, her brother wakes up. He just starts killing everyone. Uh, she Liliana is able to use his victims uh, to turn into zombies to fight for her. Uh, she ends up defeating him. A and really at that, bad day for the zombies. At that moment, she unlocks her planeswalker spark. Okay. Wait, I didn't catch the end of that. So she she beats him. She beats. Who is she fighting again? Her brother. Her brother. Her brother. Who brought she back to life. brought back to life. But he was crazy. But he's crazy. So then she summons zombies to kill her brother, and yeah. that trauma made her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Walker. Gotcha. Uh, she uh, initiates her planeswalker spark. She ends up on a plane called Innistrad, which is um, angels and vampires and. Some Sounds cool stuff. actually familiar from working in a video game office. I feel like I've heard the name. And lots of uh, zombies. Zombies, okay. Um, okay, it's a spooky plane. It's it's oh, it's Halloween Town. It's kind of uh, <laughs> it's kind of like um, like the Salem during the witch trials feel. That's a bad there's place. there's like there's a card called like unruly mob, which is like a bunch of people with pitchforks like have to kill. Oh, someone. and torches. And the shit. there's yeah. there's like a family of vampires called the Markovs, who are like the the preeminent house in the in the area, and like Soren Markov at the time like rules the plane basically, and uh, yeah. Um, she ends up studying on Innistrad with some liches and some vampires to perfect her necromancy. So she's, you know, ah, pretty good. She's yeah. getting her schooling. She's she's recovering from the trauma with her with her so, studies. So planeswalkers at the time are really really powerful. They're like you become a planeswalker, you get an immortality, you get like crazy amounts of power, you get like all these all these perks, you know, just for signing up. Uh, while this is happening, Dental. though, endless pain, <laughs> glasses, <laughs> no more glasses, and you get uh, dental, uh, yep. which is good. <laughs> uh, so, the promise of most likely loneliness. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. So while watching everyone you love who's not a planeswalker die of old age. Yeah. Yeah. Because yep, you can't. Yeah. That's it. So while this was happening, uh, <laughs> a lot more was taking place uh, in her homeworld of Dominaria. So flashback. Uh, the rifts are being closed in what will be called the Mending. Uh, when the last great rift uh, was sealed, it allowed all remaining fractures to heal, 
first in Dominaria, then throughout the multiverse. Mana was once more able to flow through Dominaria and life returned to the plane. After the mending, however, the multiverse found a new balance with the Planeswalker Spark with far-reaching consequences. So many Planeswalkers lost their immortality, like all but the most powerful Planeswalkers lost their immortality and their godlike powers. So now we got our girl Liliana, who suddenly doesn't have her immortality anymore. Right. And she doesn't like that because she refuses to become a Lich or Vampire. She got really used to being alive forever. Yeah, <laughs> she's studied... got 99 problems, but a Lich ain't one. <laughs> <laughs> she studied with Liches and Vampires, and um, they all offered, like, you could just become a Lich, you know, and you'd get, like, more power. And she but always... Liches be crazy. She always refused because yeah. yeah. she kind of saw her brother die and come back to life, and it's kind yeah. of always traumatized her. And she yeah. fears death after seeing the twisted form of her brother. So she is like, not only... I used black magic to solve my problems. How could that have gone wrong? Yeah. yeah. And then they were just like, well, you could just use more black magic. And they're like, no, it's like heroin. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, you want another hit of this black magic? Yeah. Uh, you could just die and come back to life. It's great. <laughs> uh, so she spends the better part of a century searching for an answer until eventually she seeks out one Nico Bolas. <gasps> no! Evil dragon with Diablo horns and a rock floating above his head. Yeah, Nico Bolas. magnet dragon. Nico Bolas was... I like that idea. He's just... That's his whole thing. It's just a magnet. It's just a magnet. Hey, look, I can spin it. It falls. I got Look at me. We might have some art because I like drawing dragons, and I think having Liliana, whatever the fuck she looks like, yeah. just like talking to him, and he's just got like this stupid mask on, like a, <laughs> like, like a like a shitty superhero with just yeah. a magnet on it. <laughs> um, so you look at like what a Newton's cradle above it, just like click, click. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he used his head to stick the Leviathan on his fridge when he was done with yeah. it. <laughs> so Nicol Bolas was a bad dude, like we said. He is one of the elder dragons, uh, already ancient by the time Dominaria was formed. Uh, he sired whole races, populated entire planes, and then hunted them to extinction for his own amusement. That is fucking awesome. A bit of a psychopath, this yeah. guy. Sired entire races yep. for his own sport is a, just a good... <laughs> exactly. It's just a good line written. It's just a spooky line. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's so many other fulfilling things to do, you know? It's like, there's, it just feels like you're always got... Like, yeah. It's just tedious. Have you, you, know? tried, Have you tried Did model you trains? Yeah. 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 Exactly. Have you tried learning an instrument? Yeah, Mr. Bolas. Huh? Yeah. yeah, like how many getting time... into an MMO? Yeah, <laughs> like the end of slaughtering an entire race must get boring, right? There's like a couple somewhere, and you're just floating around, like, oh, where are the last two? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like when you collect thons are the fucking worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's you're... always 98 out of 100. Yeah, is <laughs> that's <laughs> why he makes only metal civilizations, so he uses his little metal magnet head to find them. That's Yogmoth, but I like the, the joke. Metal detector, <laughs> looking for little robots. Yeah, <laughs> that's Yogmoth, but I like the joke. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it's like in Starcraft when you're fighting against a Terran and he lifts off and flies into the corner of the map you're like oh, you oh of a bitch. <laughs> yeah or the den of evil in diablo 2 and yeah just, you can't beat it there's one, one little fucking yeah. whatever those things are called um a Anyways. pylon a goblin. no no it's yeah. like you have to, to clear this anyway. cave you have to kill every single enemy and there's always one hidden in a tiny corner somewhere oh there's yeah. some ai that got stuck in a wall yeah, yeah. so uh now liliana goes to him seeking some secret to his longevity because he's like 30,000-ish years old at this point, I think. Okay. Uh, Bolas points Liliana to four demons who could help her. <laughs> Nico Bolas is 30,000 years old. Dermatologists hate him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Magnets, the secret to good skincare. <laughs> <laughs> Lower voice, voice cannon. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's the magnets on the top of his head for a facelift. He just puts little pieces of metal in his cheeks yeah, yeah, so yeah. they like kind of raise themselves. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, this going to be such a good picture. <laughs> so, uh, it's called stretched out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he points Liliana to four demons. He's like, I'm not, I'm not going to help you, but I know four demons who could. At the same time or individually? At the same time. Oh, so, it's like a council of demons. Yeah, kind of. It's like they're, they're their own council of demons. They're Grizzlebrand, Kotofed, Razaketh, and um, Belzen Belzenlock. Grizzlebrand? Grizzlebrand. Oh, my God. It was the first of the demons to be defeated, I think. <laughs> now on the McDonald's breakfast menu. Grizzlebrand. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want to side Grizzlebrand with that? Yeah. Uh, How many Grizzlebrands do you want with that? Uh, um, dude, that would never make it to Canada. <laughs> So they promised Liliana much of her power restored and her Im immortality in exchange for her servitude. And they say, uh, so come work for us. We'll give you your power. You'll have your immortality. 
And then, you know what? You're free whenever we're dead. Okay. No problem. That's a good That's a good contract for them, right? Yeah. Um, so she agrees, and she quickly realizes that working for demons is kind of shit. She's like, this sucks. Should have read that yeah. contract. <laughs> They're always asking me to, to mop up their blood for them and yeah. retrieve the chain veil for them. I signed a lease with a separate company that I've never heard of, <laughs> yeah, but exactly. I did technically sign the page. I'm just a fucking idiot. Yeah, <laughs> it's a slaughter a goat every 3 p.m. Yeah. It's just, it sucks. So she's exactly, been, yeah. you get overcharged. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So she's been actively hunting those demons after making the, the pact with her. She immediately is just like, she was, she was like reading her contract one day she was like this fucking sucks she's looking for an out she's like oh if they die I'm absolved I'm like oh I'm just gonna go kill them then so she's just been hunting them down for the longest time because she's too stupid to read her contract yeah exactly in the first place wow. well, she ends up recruiting I guess I could go to Videotron and just kill everyone there <laughs> she ends up recruiting the Gatewatch to uh, help her kill some of them um, do they? yep yeah, she kills uh, Grizzlebrand Kotofed and Razaketh Razaketh was in the Amonkhet block in the the uh, desert plane, the Egyptian Kodif- plane. Kodafed was in the cough syrup aisle in the Grizzle Brand was at McDonald's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, oh, I tried to laugh at that, but I just <laughs> choked on beer. <laughs> the fourth one has the fourth one has eluded her up until now. Uh, the Gatewatch, after defeating the uh, Eldrazi menace, hears about a plane Amonkhet that needs their help, so they decide to go check it out. It's full of mummies. Sounds like it. It, yeah. it is full of mummies. Oh. Uh, it's also full oh, of this nice. civilization. It's like really, really cool. So it's all desert. Uh, there's this, the sun is like too hot for this world. Uh, the Necrons. So there. the gods have built a built a barrier over their city called the Hecma, which keeps out like the worst rays of the sun. Cool. So like you can't leave it for long, otherwise you'll just burn up. Heck, ma, it's hot out here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Mississippi. Thing is, Nicol <laughs> Nicol Bolas, uh, millennia ago, visited Amonkhet, uh, killed all the gods that were there, and kind of installed his own gods. Mm. There's one for each color. Um. And um, they are pretty shitty. They work for Nicol Bolas, and they kind of seem to like it. So they're shitty as in like they're weak, or they're shitty as just in bad people. They're or, bad people. They're other okay. bad magnet okay. dudes. So they're they're all about blood sport. They have this uh, this thing called the trials, which is there's five trials, uh, and a bunch of people will go in, and you have to kill each other to get uh, kill each other and accomplish something to get to the next trial. And whoever wins the last trial, like last man standing, basically gets to be killed by their god. Like, that, that's your prize at the end. And Do like, they know? Yeah, and, and they like fight each other like tooth uh, and nail for this because their gods tell them like, oh, this is what you truly want. That's why you know? all these battle royale games are. You're the god and your avatar in the game is the person who fights everyone. Gets to the end, <laughs> then you go back to the lobby yeah. and you kill them. I don't know if I've mentioned this before. I think it's remarkable. Like the most popular genre that has ever existed is just hunting your fellow man. Yeah. Like what is wrong with us? Yeah. Where like uh, two games come out where just like, do you want to hunt each other? You combine and then everybody on Earth except for myself and Ethan. We're just like, yes. Well, I play Rust. So. A big thing about that too is like, uh, you want to stove a man's head in with a yeah, exactly yeah. Yeah. while it, it did, naked. It did blow up a lot, but the one of the things that, that pushed Battle Royale over the edge was Drake playing because yeah. it, it made video games to people who thought video games weren't cool kind of cool because Drake plays Fortnite all the time. So it was like I anime would... with um, um, Michael B. Jordan after Black Panther yeah. because he was just like. Uh, yeah, it's like, like, what's your, what do you love to do? He's just like, I like to play Call of Duty and watch anime. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, not Battle Royale. It's, well, it is kind of Battle Royale that yeah, you're yeah. talking about. But... Uh, well, we're just about done. So yeah. uh, the Gatewatch chase, uh, go go to check out this plane, and they realize pretty much right away, they're like, oh, fuck, well, this is Bolas, like, interfering. Uh, so they, they, go... <laughs> they, they, they just walk up. It's, it's like Amon Ket, and they're just like, wait a second. Yeah, yeah. Like, peel it back. Peel it, yeah. <laughs> so, Nicole Bolas' Ket... House yeah. of Horrors. Like... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Amon Ket Industry, or like Nico Bolas Industries. So, yeah, yeah. Like, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> All these Egyptian gods are just wearing fake mustaches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, just a dragon doing like that Egyptian. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Posing as a statue. Um, yeah, so the, the These gate- pyramids are all just painted on. <laughs> the horizon's just on the outside of this dome. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, Those pyramids aren't actually pyramids. The sky's just lower. Yeah. <laughs> the earth is flat. <laughs> so uh, Nicol Bolas... Am uh, on flat. He's like, he's like, the jig is up. <laughs> I, I can't have my fun here watching these people kill each other anymore because, oh, the fucking the cop showed up and they ruined my party where I was forcing people to kill each other for the honor of being killed. Yeah. Um, 
Narcs, uh, and man. he just he decides okay i'm just gonna fucking kill it all he kills all his own gods those those five gods he has installed basically like rips them apart and sews them back together to form like three new gods the <laughs> the locust god the scarab god and the scorpion god it's cool. not uh, even an even divide yeah. like, five become three yeah that's it yeah uh he's like one guy with like <laughs> like out of the side of his waist has like an extra scorpion thing. Yeah. i guess it's just like but uh, why? But why me? Uh, not 30, my precious scorpion tail. <laughs> Thirty thousand years still did not do fractions with whole numbers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he still, he still cursed himself out. Fucking stupid. Well, yeah. he, he does. He does that to basically try and get the gate watch. Uh, doesn't succeed, so he basically says, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna blow this place up." Uh, devastates the realm and kicks the gate watch out. Jace ends up getting spit out in the plane of Ixalan, which was the last set. Which is a plane from which you cannot planeswalk out of. That sucks. So he's stuck there. He's a stowaway, or oh. he's a castaway. Um, and yeah, he has his little adventure there. <laughs> he's on an island and he's blue. And the rest, the rest <laughs> of the, <laughs> the rest of the Gatewatch is spit out on Dominaria. And center. it's kind of implied that Liliana kind of picked Dominaria for them. She's the most powerful of them for sure of the the Gatewatch. She's yeah. the which one is she again? Liliana? She's the black black one. Yeah, yeah she's, she's the, the necromancer. necromancer. What's the name of the red one? Sorry. Chandra. Chandra. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Uh, think, Chandra, think Chandelier. Okay. Chandelier. Chandra. Yeah. What the fuck am I saying? Chandelier's uh, got fire. There you go. I think lilies always die. So Liliana. Yeah. That's, that's a good way to do it. <laughs> yeah. I'm so no, sorry if your name is Lily. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we all die, so don't worry. Yeah. Um, Except for, apparently, the Gatewatch. Yeah. Uh, Liliana, it seems like she kind of brought them to Dominaria because this is where the fourth demon waits. Oh. Uh, Nissa gets all pissed off. She says, "You brought us here, and like you let Bolas get away because you were trying to bring us here." Nissa says, "Fuck this! I'm going home." She goes back to Zendikar. Uh, Chandra leaves as well, and it's basically just Liliana and Gideon. But they do end up killing the final, the final demon, Bells and Lock, and uh, that's where Dominaria is today. Awesome. Oh, okay. So Liliana is free. It was Liliana who was. Uh, yeah, she her. she just killed the last of the demons. Cool. So she's free cool. from. What was she like within the contract? What was she not able to do? Why was it so important? Well, they were just able to boss her around, basically. Oh. Okay. They could say like, "Oh, go do this," and she had. And to. She had to. She, okay. she was compelled to do it on some level. It's hard to say how <laughs> much exactly because. Yeah. I guess none of them ever tried saying, don't kill me. Yeah. <laughs> That's, or, like, why didn't you just, like, not do what they say and wait for them to show up? But I guess it, they could have waited for an inopportune time. And then, yeah, yeah. I think after she started killing them, they kind of scattered. Oh, okay. But she was still limited to some degree, I guess. Cool. She didn't. She she doesn't have full control over her own power. Some kind of okay? magical. Because it's tied to these. Yeah. These race. Okay. Now, I feel like after this episode, you could say Magic the Gathering, and I have an idea. Like, I, I, yeah, it's, I mean the gatewatches yeah. are really good. Uh, I almost just did the gatewatch story, but it, it doesn't really tie back into Dominaria super well, and that's what we talked about last time, and that's what the new set is about. So that's yeah. what I wanted to talk about. Cool. But um, if you like, if you really want a crash course on like where where Magic the Gathering lore stands right now, just look up the gatewatch because that's been there. That's been yeah. the adventures for the past little while. So it started in Dominaria. Is that what you're saying, or did you only start the story in Dominaria because the new sets in Dominaria? Dominaria. Or the like, new sets in Dominaria. Yeah. Last episode, we talked about the history of Dominaria because uh, they had just announced the set coming out. Uh, now the set just came out, so I decided to to talk uh, about it. Okay. I thought this was like homecoming from Magic the Gathering from like the very beginning. We just got I, I mean, it. It is, it's been a long, long time since since the story has been to Dominaria. This set is called Return to Dominaria. Okay. And it's the 25th anniversary of Magic the Gathering. Oh, so, oh wow. Yeah, yeah, they're coming back cool. around. So it is like a big homecoming in, wow. in a lot of ways. Awesome. Towards the story. Cool. Like this, this set... There's legendary creatures. There's legendary cards in Magic: The Gathering, which are you can't have more than one legendary card with the same name. So if you have, I have a card called Footman. You know, like he's a soldier. <laughs> you can put down as many soldiers named Footman as you want. Oh, but I was if- picturing now it's like a superhero. <laughs> I am yeah, Footman. I, I got pretty confused. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an infant. I'm a GI. You can yeah, have as many yeah, GIs okay, down as you okay, want. Gotcha, gotcha. But if you have a card called Liliana of the Veil. You can put down one Liliana of the Veil. As soon as you try and put down another one, you have to get rid of one of them. You can't have two on the battlefield. Did you at the same open time. a Liliana of the Veil at work? No, I opened a Liliana, uh, a Cursed Healer, which oh. was her origin story, uh, the origin set. Oh, yeah. They all start out as creatures, and then you have to proc them, or you have to activate a triggered ability, which will let you flip them into their planeswalker form. Cool. Oh, yeah. cool. Uh, with Liliana, it's, I think, whenever a friendly creature dies. So you just have to get one of your other creatures to die. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. 
And that's Magic the Gathering. That's that's Dominaria. That's yeah, more awesome. of Magic the Gathering. That's where that's... we are right now, as, so, far, as far as the story goes. One more question. I guess, for in terms of video games, there's two uh, card games that are out there for Magic, right? Yeah. Yes. Duels yes. yeah. of the Planeswalkers. Duels of the Planeswalkers, yeah. and there's Magic the Gathering online. Okay. okay. And is there any yeah, games... Yeah, I played MTGO. Are there any games where you role play as like a planeswalker or something like that? Do you know of? Like Not D&D? that I know of. No. Okay. I mean, that'd be cool. In uh, in duels, pending lore boys. In <laughs> duels of the planeswalkers, you have these story arcs where you play through each of their origin stories. Mm-hmm. I, I played the intro to that. So you're, I do yeah, that. you're just playing the you're playing the card game, I guess. Okay. Not that. Yeah. I, I yeah I don't know I don't know about uh, Magic the Gathering. I think it'd be so cool to play like um like a a Witcher-esque type game where you're just like exploring but with more space travel and yeah. and well there's there's a little bit of space travel in The Witcher 3 yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, that, that'd be really cool just to play as a planeswalker and actually like feel the power come through your hands rather than play the cards like the card game's yeah, fucking yeah, cool but yeah the story is VR J Spelleran Magic the Gathering yeah, yeah. <laughs> make yeah. it happen make it happen wizards um so yeah Peter if I'm looking for you on the internet where might I find you uh, at Peter Donahue on Twitter, Lore Boys Podcast on Instagram, um, loreboys.wordpress.com. I do the artwork. Mm-hmm. That's about it. That's all that matters for me. Okay. And James. James. Uh, my name's James. You can find me at J A Y M I L K 64. That's J A Y Milk with two L's 64 on PSN. A few of you have that added me. Uh, mostly from uh, the Twitch streams. Uh, feel free to send me invites, but. Uh, Try not to send me an invite where there's just like six people screaming because I've gotten a few of those lately. <laughs> but I'm happy to play with Wait, you. What? There's a lot of young kids who uh, want to play with me, and I'm so happy to play with you. But I, I tend to like to play a little bit more relaxed. So, so <laughs> send me an invite, we'll play, but don't scream at me. Uh, <laughs> send me an invite, but don't fuck it up when you get your yeah. chance. Yeah. what he's saying. Uh, I'm Ethan Palmer. You can find me at Ethan the Dead Man on Twitter. It's pretty much the only place I hang out these days. Um, if you like the show, please leave us a review. Tell your friends. Uh, tell your grandmother. I'm sure she'd love it. Uh, your grandma loves things like magic and battle yeah, tag exactly. and god of war. Yeah. And for every, everyone who's interested in supporting the show financially, we have a, a program over here called Lore Boys Premium. Yep. To subscribe, it's a monthly fee. You get a little reward. This month's reward is uh, magnets, actually. One magnet off the head of the original Nicol Bolas. Wow. Not, not that imposter, but we'll get into that next time. Uh, so yeah, make sure to subscribe. The first person to subscribe will get the magnet. Yep. And, that- and Ethan's copy of the Black Lotus. Yeah, exactly. Do you have one? <laughs> no, I haven't. Uh, yeah, I have an ri- original dollar. Alpha Black Lotus. Yeah. Uh, and that constitutes a lore, boys. Out. Not in. Gone. Gone. Finished. Yeah, me too. It's dense, but I'm like following and I'm yeah. interested. Yeah. Well, it's funny because like a lot of the writing is like really bad sometimes. Like the the recent set, it's like really really bad writing. She's like a, a famous award winning fantasy author, um, and we we're having this conversation at work. I think it's just because like when you're a writer and you're told like okay you have to write with these characters this has to happen like make yeah. it happen kind of yeah. thing i think yeah. you just phone i think she just phoned it in uh but it's like so so bad but i'm like i was i was talking at work i was like it's like my guilty pleasure though you know it's like reading smut for me reading magic the gathering story cause it's, just like, <laughs> it's so corny and so bad but so yeah. good at the same time and he like, killed himself and blew up the whole universe yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> he stopped time because he was sad about his brother yeah exactly <laughs> he needs a head now yeah, yeah. that's it <laughs> Alrighty. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.